Welcome to this amazing, mind-blowing podcast. Right, on the line right now, I'm joined by Tari Atamariye, Tali. Ah, oh, morena. Nice to, uh, nice to be with you this morning. And nice to have you with me, even though it's on the phone. But that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, it's been a minute since you've been in Otiputi. Yeah, it has. I'm trying to think when was... Oh, you know what? I know when the last time was. It was a, a couple of... Not last winter, but the winter before. I came down and I played... I was playing keys for Julia Dean oh, in yes. her band. And we came down and played... Uh, quite an amazing show actually in Dunedin yeah so that's the last time I was there I remember that show it was a very good show it was a very good show Um, right so I I guess I want to talk about a a couple of things Um, and I guess I want to start off with talking a little bit about your past um, like many artists uh, you know successful artists you can kind of get pigeonholed you you came home when you came home from the UK um, you opened your musical palette right up with other electronic genres uh, yeah. and, and even playing keys with Julia um, and then you know two years ago you kind of came full circle uh, and put out the incredible love and um, migration um, not that you stopped making drum and bass, but why did you kind of need that escape um, for want of a better wor- world? And did you get like new inspiration from kind of taking a break? Even though you didn't really stop dr- making drum and bass, but yeah. just going into other genres, did that help kind of respark your love for the genre? Yeah, I think you've just said it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, when I when I lived in the UK, I, I also dabbled in different genres. You know, my first album, Lyric on My Lip, has down tempo tracks on it you yeah. know sort of R&B kind of soul tracks which I'm very much influenced by um, and then I also had a stint there where I was dating a hip hop producer so I, I wasn't making any drum and bass for a couple of years while I lived in the UK because I was going through a lot of sort of mental health issues and I just needed to take a break from the scene in yeah. general um, so I, st- I still wanted to be creative so I, I made uh, like a hip hop mixtape if you will it was a CD but you know we called it a mixtape um, and so sort of dabbled in, in hip-hop as well. And then, yeah, coming... Uh, oh, and then before I left the UK, I started, like, a sort of a hip-hop jazz band called mm. Rogue Nouveau, mm. where I had, like, a full band of musicians and backing singers, and we played really amazing venues like the Jazz Cafe and Ronnie Scott's, which is a really famous venue yes, in Soho in London. Um, so for me, it's, it's you know, I, I'm just somebody that is really influenced by lots of different music. Um, I've... I, you know, before I was a drum and bass artist, I used to sing soul songs on the piano, you know, so I kind of feel like even though my expertise and my success has happened in the drum and bass world, that I'm not confined to that world and I shouldn't have to be confined to that world because that isn't really where I started, you know, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. Um, and when I came back to New Zealand, <clears throat> I was really influenced by a lot of music I was hearing on Georgie Fem up here in Auckland, for example, or um, music that I was hearing when I'd go down to Christchurch and, and see bands play and DJs perform. So, again, I just wanted to, yeah, just like you say, wet my musical uh, palette and sort of just see what I could paint. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and the whole time I was doing collaborations in, in drum and bass, but I constantly had bands saying to me, when are you going to do another drum and bass album? When are you going to do another drum and bass album? And I was doing things like the Soul Side Sessions, which is a mix with yep. uh, Emma G. I thought that would satisfy people, but no, they wanted 
proper tally, you know, content. <laughs> <laughs> so I just felt like after a seven-year hiatus since my last solo album, which was Dark Days, High Nights, um, on Audio Porn Shimon's record label, I thought, yeah, it's it's time. It felt right. I wasn't ever going to be pushed, though. I didn't ever want to yeah. be rushed because I knew that whatever I put out, it had to be really, really good. It had to be of, you know, a standard, and it yeah. had to be on the right label. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, yeah. was there trepidation about putting it out? Like, you know, it's like, holy shit, it has been a while. Um, uh, no, no, yeah. because I felt like I'd, uh, I had been doing enough drum and bass over that time, you know, collaborating with lots of other different uh, producers yeah. in that time. So I didn't, I didn't feel trepidation as such because it had been a while. I think that made me excited to put it out. Um, the anticipation was really great. I think there was, of course, the trepidation, like, are people going to like these tunes? But yeah. I felt in my mind that there wasn't one track on the album that would was not of quality. Um, I'm a really big believer in every tune being quality. I don't like tracks that people skip over yeah. you know like I, I'm, I remember talking to a DJ here in Auckland who was producing his album and I said oh yeah this, tune, this is nice it's, it's okay and he goes oh well you know it's just a bit of a filler for the yeah. album and I was like bro you don't want a filler every tune should be killer yeah that's right exactly right and I think that's something that's kind of usually quite strong in the drum and bass world you know yeah. it's not like you know guitar based music where there is a lot of filler uh, for the most part, um, every track is, is bang after bang after bang. And you've got, because there is a kind of almost a melodic theme to a record in, in electronic music. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And every story, uh, sorry, every song on Love and Migration tells a story. You know, there isn't, uh, in comparison, like I've had people say, how does this compare to your first album, Lyrical My Lip? And in comparison, Lyrical My Lip, there's songs which are just about the dance floor just bangers you know yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. gonna catch you you know that or, or pressure release those tracks are just just purely for the dance floor and they don't really say much yeah but i've grown a lot as a person and you know experienced a lot in my life so i there was no way i was just gonna have just banger tracks i'm a storyteller i'm a poet and i always have been i was a poet before i was a songwriter yeah. so you know it makes sense that every song should have content that people can relate to and and draw, draw something from yeah i guess that's another thing that's always been um people have criticized drum and bass about but it's not actually been the truth that every track is just about getting you like telling you to get on the floor and yeah no and, it's and not drop. true at all yeah 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 not at all not at all and this takes me to um the fact that you know you've got to be in english literature uh theater film uh, and music um, yeah. Writing is, you know, an obvious passion, and it's something that you mentor other people in as well. Do you get inspired by inspiring? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I love, 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 love mentoring so much. I'm, um, I'm actually doing a one day a week uh, at uh, Albany Senior School here in Auckland, mm -hmm. and it's quite an amazing school. They ha every Wednesday they have what's called an impact project and students can choose to do a different passion project from barista making to environmental studies to photography, music, hip-hop dancing. Like, it's such a broad, broad range that students can dabble into. So I'm spending my Wednesdays showing students how to use logic, how to create beats. I'm showing young songwriters, you know, how to change up their lyrics to make them more meaningful, how to create a melody line. I mean, stuff like that is it's, it's such a buzz for me. It's such a rush. I come home and I'm absolutely exhausted because I've given 110%. But I absolutely love it. I love seeing 
stuff click yeah. in their minds, you know, and then and, and see them go, oh, I could do it like that, and then witness their joy when they achieve what they've wanted to achieve. That just absolutely buzzes me out. And um, I just recently started managing an artist, like my 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 artist, I guess I can yeah. call her, a girl called Ellipsa uh, from here in Auckland, who's a beautiful vocalist. She's been singing over some drum and bass, but she wants to be more than just a drum and bass singer. So we've been working on co-writing. Uh, she also produces her own beats. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to host drum and bass parties, so so MC, but not in a typical MC fashion. So that's also been amazing because I've never had anyone to share my MC sort of knowledge with. I've, I've never been able to mentor another MC vocalist, as you will. So this is really exciting for me. Yeah, that sounds um, really exciting, and that's something you should definitely be really proud of. Um, yeah. Just to go back a little bit to uh, lyric on my lip, like that's it's been fifteen years. That's um that's a long time, uh, you know. It's actually been sixteen years. It's sixteen. If we really want to get into All right, it's, it's, it's been sixteen years then. Um, you know, I, I, I'm thirty nine, so I get it. Um, two two tracks in the top fifty in the UK. Um, you know, when you look back um, on that record, um, what do you think? You know, about where you were and what you were doing. I mean, it must be. Just crazy to think that you know, from 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 you spitting those bars to Ronnie Size to like then getting tracks like that are pumping all over the the UK, um, it's massive. It all was over massive, the world. yeah, all over the world, exactly. And it was huge for New Zealand drum and bass artists at the time. Other than Concord Dawn uh, and, and maybe a couple others, you know, that was Bullet it. You're you're yep yep you were right up there. Remember crazy times. It was, and you know, I've I've been having to reflect on those times a lot recently because. Um, this year, I, Lyric on My Lip has, Lyric on My Lip has never been available digitally. You've yeah. never been able to get it on Spotify or iTunes. You've only ever been able to buy a physical copy. And of course, we sold out all the copies. So, mm. Mm. if you've ever been able to buy Lyric on My Lip, it's been usually through a secondhand store or maybe you, maybe you found it on Trade Me, you know, so, this year, I'm having the album re-released digitally for the first time ever. I, I now own the rights to all the music after 15 oh, years. Awesome. Um, so I can do whatever I want with it. Um, yeah. But I've also got Ronnie's Blessing to, to re-release it. Um, so that's coming out at the end of the year. And I thought in celebration of that, um, I actually found a whole lot of old VHS tapes, mini VHS tapes from a camcorder that I used to have <laughs> under, under the bed or in a dusty cupboard. I can't remember where I found them. And I pulled them out and I, I was like, oh, my God, these are, these are videos from my time on tour and on stage. So I went and got them converted. And then I thought, you know, people need to see some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I just started talking to people about the idea of creating, like, a, a, you know, some video footage. And then someone suggested making a documentary and saying, you know, the story of how you met Ronnie and your trajectory into drum and bass is actually really inspiring and very, very unique. You need to tell that story, you know. Maybe you should make this into a documentary. So... I got funding from Creative New Zealand, and I'm putting out a documentary at the end of the year that goes with the re-release of the album. And it's not, it's not a commentary on drum and bass culture at yeah, all. Yeah. It's not even a commentary on my life. It's just a snapshot, just a very slice of life moment, um, including interviews from people who either had something to do with the album mm-hmm. or who were there at the time. Yeah, yeah, and well, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Really looking forward to seeing that. Um, right, yeah, it's pretty so, cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. And the so, fact that you're... So re- looking at that footage and thinking back, sorry, just to answer your question. Yeah. Looking back at that, 
time, you know, because I've been having to answer questions from an interviewer about my time there and, and look at this footage, it really does take me back. And there are moments where I I think I kind of forgot, like, how big, how much of a big deal it was. I yeah. think I kind of just downplay, have downplayed it with that typical, you come back to New Zealand, you've got to be humble kind of thing. But looking back at it, it was massive for me. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No wonder I had a bloody mental breakdown halfway through because I just it was there was so much involved, so much new territory, yeah. and no one really to guide me. No, definitely no woman to show me. Mm-hmm. No, no woman reaching out and saying, "Here, let me show you the way," like I I do with young vocalists or MCs now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's huge coming from little old New Zealand into that massive scene. Even though you know we had a pretty good scene here in those days. Uh, and, and there, amazing there is now. scene in those yeah. days, and we still bloody do. We do, especially in Otiputi, I tell you. Um, right, tell us a little bit about your your offsider for for the weekend, uh, Chikarel. We don't get base FM down here, and that's good for me. Um, but uh, except on the te- <laughs> except on the television, which is a testament to how amazing Jasmine is. Um, but tell us a little bit about Chikarelli. So Chikarelli is it's pronounced Chikarelli. Chikarelli. Chikarelli, because it is. Uh, uh, you know, foreign. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Chikarelli, it's Chikarelli. And uh, he is my better half. Yes. Um, he's the better half of us too. He's my husband. Mm-hmm. We met in the UK uh, 11 years ago and got married quite quickly. He is an amazing drum and bass DJ. So he, he moved over here to New Zealand, you know, with me, and we, we sort of said we had this dream. I wanted to I wanted to do this in, in New Zealand drum and bass, and he said, well, I want to start a radio show, and I want to build a brand off that. Pretty much within, like, three weeks to a month of being here, he got offered a radio show on Base FM. Mm-hmm. And from that, has built a steady following and now also does a radio show on George FM um, and he has now started club night so in the last two years Liquid Lowdown has become a club night here in Auckland at Nick of the Woods putting on artists such as Sattel, Polar and Bryson um, Krakota um, Artificial Intelligence so we, we you know it's the, it's the more soulful deeper sexier side of drum and bass yeah. um, focusing less on bangers for the for the wasters <laughs> <laughs> and and more on music that really uplifts people and makes them feel something yeah. you know in their heart so yeah. um, he is the DJ and I am the MC we don't always work together he often works with um, uh, J-Dubs, an MC from Christchurch, mm-hmm. and I often work with Emma G or do tech house stuff with Aroha. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really nice when we get to do stuff together because we get to go away on a little break, yep. do the thing we love, and do it together. That's amazing. That's so great. Um, right, and of course, uh, support in uh, down here for Utipoti, a whole bunch of uh, drum and bass uh, wahine toa, uh, including Radio One's very own Ruins. So that's exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's great to see you, um, you know, bringing up um, the Wahine drum and bass DJs in uh, New yeah. Zealand. Yeah, Woo. yeah, really important, really important. Uh, okay, so what are we going to see from you? Is it going to be quite, um, like you said, soulful, liquidy? So what are we going to yeah, hear? Yep, I mean, but um, Chico also goes, you know, for the he draws the tech rollers as well. So it's 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 just a really beautiful journey. I love emceeing with him because. 
other than being my husband, he is actually one of my favourite DJs. Like, I think he's a bloody brilliant selector. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he spends a long time working and curating his on his sets, you know. Um, but he definitely does still draw for the floor. So yeah. <laughs> um, lots of deep, beautiful, uplifting tracks for me to sing on, but then a few cheeky, dirty tech rollers in there for me to bust some lyrics on so Sweet. that's what you can expect. Sweet. It's going to be alright. Well um, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us. It's on Friday You're very night. welcome. Friday night down at Starters Bar and it's free so that's amazing. Um, right I'm going to play Sonda and oh, nice. I'm going to play that for a few reasons. One my partner's a huge fan she'll be front and centre on Friday we both will be uh, and two she had a cafe called Sonda um, so yeah. Sick. Yeah, 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 and uh, it just and it wasn't because your song was called Sonda. It's just she loves that word and what it means. And so it's just yeah, this, I do too. It's just this great serendipitous moment. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think if you listen very carefully to the to the rap within Sonda, you'll you'll understand what it means, even if you don't understand what it means. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, uh, Talia, once again, thank you so much. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow night here in uh, Otapodi at Starters Bar. Until then, have a great day. Thank you, can't wait, and you too. See you all soon. All right, cheers. Peace. Right, Tali, MC Tali, coming down to play Utapoti tomorrow night, Starters Bar. It's free, get down there, it's going to be amazing. A bunch of uh, our incredible wahine uh, drum and bass DJs from around Utapoti, uh, including Radio One's very own Ruins, as I said before. Here is uh, Off Love and Migration, Sonda, uh, featuring Blake and Silent Groove. You're on the one ninety one FM. Our content lives online at r1.co.nz.